There's a joke there about ring, but I, I can't quite... OK, we're back. It's out the shoe. We're talking round 10. We've hit the halfway mark and we're back starting again. Again, it was a strange old week for the weather. There was three games that finished and two just completely washed out at half-time. Looking round the, the traps, you're looking at Drumpies must have been happy. Jeez, oh, they must have been happy at uh, at getting off scot free there. I mean, admittedly, they got Addy 13 for one and, and it was at Drumpies, so you just never know there, but they're probably happier in uh, in turning up this week. They've got a big game against uh, Greenock. Greenock at home against Trumpelier. Listen, the winner of that, that could be the real sinking ship if Greenock don't take 25 there. But having said that, if they take 25, then that could be a two from three, a three-horse race between Trumps, Greenock and East Kilbride as we enter into the second set of matches. Fergus Lee back on track, good win against Clydesdale. West avoided the banana slip uh, of Pollock. It was a, a tricky side to play, and especially if you're going away to show home. So good result for West there. Prestwick, they didn't get started much at, uh, at Stirling County. In fact, what happened there was Prestwick ended up 177 and Stirling ended up not getting a chance to bat. So there we go. Uh, Uddy didn't play, Greenock got a vital, vital win for them Fergie started to put some pressure on the top three West cemented their place in third And Prestwick and Stirling ended up with uh, a no result This week we did the show on Tuesday there Crisscross Ross wasn't about So I got Mikey Miller who's joined West from Air He came on board and we had a chat If you're wanting to have a look at that then we had a few teething problems with the Facebook but I'm pleased to say that it is on the Facebook so go and have a watch of that I think that's probably going to to work pretty well now we're not going to do I don't think any more Facebook lives but we'll certainly post the video on the Facebook so you can go have a look at that I'm going to put that chat with Mikey Miller on now and then we'll catch you on the other side all righty how are we are we ready to go absolutely you're not Chris Ross <laughs> I'm not I don't know if you're a prettier Chris Ross or an uglier Chris Ross. I know. I'll leave the viewers to think about that. Listen, we're not going on Facebook um, live because we had clearly had some problems last week. Uh, but we've decided what we're going to do is we're just going to record this and you'll see that we're at West. What a beautiful evening. We've got not a cloud in the sky. Just finished practice on a Tuesday and uh, all the boys have gone. So there's not a thud of the, the, the bat on Willow. Uh, as there was last week, so we're not going to have to run for cover. Um, most of you probably know Mike Miller. Mike, you've joined the club West, obviously, from Air, I think. Yes. Yeah, and you'd had a little surge on at Presswick, as everybody does yes. down there. And wh why did you decide to join West? What was the, the reasonings behind that? Well, I've moved from Air, I've relocated uh, to Glasgow All right. um, for university, so I'm up here studying and living up here so it just made more sense to play in Glasgow rather than do the commute four times a week by the time you train and play midweek games and at the weekend so and and it's fair to say that you've been champing at the bit to get on the show oh I don't know about that so, Johnny so there's no pressure I don't know about there's that there's no pressure you've been um, nagging me for weeks <laughs> <laughs> I'm so not what as... 
So what we're going to do is we're going to, uh, we're not going to have a chat with anybody this week um, because there's various meetings going on at various clubs. Um, what I'm going to do is uh, over the next day or so, I'm going to catch up with, uh, with the Figi boys, um, the fellas from Stirling and, and Ian Young, and we're going to talk about the Scottish Cup because it's starting to reach the real squeaky bum time as far as the Scottish Cup is concerned. So we'll have a chat about that. But you and me, you and I, are just going to chat the chat, talk the talk. A about, good chinwag, as you say. Indeed. Um, and we're going to talk about last week's results. We're going to do the preview and we're going to give us our thoughts on the Scottish Cup. So where are you... Th- let's talk about your thoughts as to the dead men, first of all. We've got a struggle there between Drumperlier, Greenock and East Kilbride. What are your thoughts? We'll start with East Kilbride. I didn't play them in the first game. I had a, a family wedding that I had to attend. Um, they've not won a game, have they? They've struggled. And I keep saying that they've never put themselves in a position that they look as if they are going to be going to win a game. It really is very, very strange, I have to say, because they've got some real great players down there. Well, I thought coming up, I thought they would almost turn their home ground into like what Greenock do, make it a hard place to come and play. Yeah. Small boundaries, capitalising that. Wickets are normally a wee bit wet with the way the, the ball sits there, but yeah. they've just not done that, have they? No, it's very, very odd. Very odd, because they've got a half-decent seam attack, um, and the batting with, with the mogul man, uh, he hasn't fired. Um, Your man, Mr. McGavy. Mr. McGow, he's not fired. He, he, I'm sure he will, and i just got a sneaky suspicion that because they've only played five games, they only need to put a couple of wins together, um, but it's getting to a time where... Is it going to be too little, too late? The boat is leaking. The boat is leaking and uh, and Shaky needs to, to try and sort that out. They've also only picked up, what, five bonus points across the whole season? They just season? haven't scored any, any points six, at six, all. Six, sorry. It's, it must be just a, a hell of a nightmare for them. And then we've got Greenock and, and Drumpelli, our big mm. game coming up this week. Drumpy's, at, uh, Drumpy's playing Greenock. You've got to think again, that's another 50-pointer for the boys there. And if, if Greenock can do the double and get another 25 points as they did last week, then you've got to be thinking that that brings Drumpies right back into it, and then it's potentially a, a, a two from three. It does. And is that at Greenock, or is that at Drumpies, as you So we've them? got a... That's a good question. I thought you would have done your homework. You wrote them down, Johnny. There they are. Where are they? It's at Drumpies. Yeah, so... It's a difficult place to go, Drumpies. Um, They've had some sides and some trouble. Yeah, yeah, there's no doubt about that. They've got a, a you know, splendid bowling attack, um, but again, it's their batting. I guess, I guess if you look at all the teams, the batting has been the problem for most of the teams, including West, mm-hmm. um, throughout the whole season. Yeah, I think it's a combination of the weather, not playing a lot of games, don't yep. find that consistency. Yep. Um, and the old don't know how to play spin in Scotland, isn't it? We've seen a lot of dismissals on the, the highlights, as you talked about last week. Yeah, it's it's been a real, real struggle for a lot of batters, I have to say. Um, so listen, let's let's go through what we had last week. Um, we were looking at Drumpies against Uddy. Uh, the game didn't finish, probably thankful for Drumpies, although they had, uh, they had winkled one out of Uddy's batters. Uh, Drumpies, 97 all out. Again, probably happy that they didn't uh, they didn't finish that one. Yeah, I mean, 100 at Drumps is never game over. They do defend well, but I think St hammered them in the first game of the season, didn't they? They beat them by, was it 9 or 10 wickets? Yeah. More or yeah. less, bombed 100. Yep. Bagged a 3 for as well in the first innings. You would 
yeah, I think they would have probably struggled there. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, and then East Kilbride against Greenock. That was the big fifty-pointer of of uh, of last week. Uh, Greenock really making mincemeat out yeah. of them. One hundred thirty-nine all out. East Kilbride again struggling to get to the one fifty. Young Sean took we three for. Young Sean Fisher Kirk, he's only 16. Right, okay. Front Bit of a talent, what do you know about him? Yeah, worked with him through the winter and the, okay. the Warriors under 16 stuff. Good right. kid. Built like a seamer. Bowls a heavy ball, dead keen to learn. And what is he bowl, just outies or? Yeah, I think it's outies. Can't yeah. test me now, Johnny. But uh, yeah, got them through. Good talent. He's in the Scotland 19 squad, I believe. It might have just been announced. Right, okay. Um, so he's good. And then they came out and Bandicar got a few and Flacky got a few both Bandicar, I mean if you look at the, the stats at the moment Bandicar is really right up there he's the top run scorer thus far mm-hmm. um, and he always weighs in with some wickets uh, you wonder if, if Greenock don't stay up he'll be he'll be an asset to any club well, he would he'd be worth a bit of cash wouldn't he yeah, if some clubs that if, spend some if, might be around. Yep, if there's a bit of cash floating about, he certainly, and that's two or three seasons. He's he's done that. He's, yeah. He kept them up last year, and uh, who knows, he may well keep them up this year. And, and Flacky's back in the runs. Flacky, thirty-seven, not out. Good yeah. player, eh? Oh, good player. Played a lot of Flacky over my time. Good guy, good player. I think it'll also be really important that they've they've chased that down and won by how many eight wickets. Yeah, he's finished not out. Massive confidence booster. We red anchor walking off. Yeah, yeah, that'll be big for the big fella, and um, yeah, I guess great for the Greenock guys because they have put themselves in situations. They came up here um, and and almost rolled west in in a, in a tight one, and they probably should have got the better of Pollock yeah. the week before, uh, and they've just put themselves as you would expect. I mean, having played against Greenock for years and years and years you know they're, they're always a tough unit you know you're never ever able to go down there I know that West have got them in a, in a fortnight and it is a hell of a tricky place to go and pick up points we're seeing that before the podcast I think one thing Greenock do really well is especially the second half of the season when they realise they're up against it they make their home ground like a fortress Yeah. everyone from around the area they come and they, they stand in the balcony and they make it quite an intimidating place mm. especially if you're chasing it's not easy we failed to chase and you were saying you felt that Greenock might this might be start of a push for Greenock that might just end them getting get them safe well, get them safe they've also done it before last year yeah they were down and out well it was a Houdini act for and then they came back so they've done it that's that's one thing that they'll be able to say in the dressing room boys we've been here before we know what we've got to do we've just got to win games treat them all like finals and you never know they could bring Sterling back in the pack you're right. I think there are four there. I mean, I put, I put uh, if you're you're on the Twitters, 137 of you have currently joined us on the Out the Shoes Twitters, and I put a poll there for both who we felt was going to win the league and also who was going to go down. And it looked pretty much most of the votes the last time I looked were were East Kilbride were pretty much a shoe in. Um, I'll probably just do another. Uh, once once they get 95% of the vote <laughs> I'll probably eliminate end up, them I'll end up li- eliminating them a bit like X Factor and just see who out of the other three are potentially going to go down but you're right I think that if if they win that um, Sterling uh, let me just see who Sterling have got uh, Sterling against Clydesdale uh, so again Richie Bennington back yeah Richie Bennington back and you'd be thinking Sterling maybe with an eye on Sunday yeah, I mean, they've be. got a, they've got a good chance in the Scottish Cup. We'll talk about the Scottish Cup later, but they've got a pretty good chance. They are both struggling in the Eastern Prem, 
Um, having said that, difficult side to go up and play against. Our broth will have the whole tune. Oh, they will. The ha- whole salmon family and the Burnett family will be out in force on Sunday, no doubt. Um, so that'll be a tough, a tough gig for them. Um, also a difference struggling in the East League in comparison to the West, isn't it? Well, I think so. It'll be interesting. I'm really looking forward to, to having a look at Heriots and just seeing what the standards are like. Definitely. Um, and just see if if there is maybe a bit of complacency there because maybe that's they'll be thinking on their own patch on a bit of a, a harder track. Um, they may be thinking they'll be chance, fancy their chances. It'd be nice to actually play on a nice deck, wouldn't it? A nice one of these eastern roads they talk about. I don't take that. We play in one of the better wickets in the West. Don't be slagging off our groundsman. Yeah, it'll have me. He's <laughs> been down all week. He will be. Listen, let's talk Fergus Lee Clydesdale. That was one where I thought that with Beryl back and Angus Guy playing so well, I thought that they might uh, put up a bit more of a fight, but it looked as if. They, they struggled batting. Um, again, Fergus Lee, Miko Riggs. It looks as if you if you score over 130 at Miko Riggs, yeah. you've got a pretty good chance of defending that. Well, that one, I spoke to a few of the boys from Fergus Lee on Sunday and they said they were quite well set before the, the rain came and kind of changed the game. Um, and they always felt comfortable from what yeah. they said. Fergus Lee had a good side on their day. Well, if everyone a very good run for the money. There's no doubt about that. But I think that if they are going to press for honours at the end of the season... I think they might have one more loss in them. I think if they lose another another you know couple, then that's them. They're, they're dead and buried. They've lost two, haven't they? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think if they lose one more. But at the same time, with the way the fixtures finish, you never know. Well, you're right. Because Someone could... the, the game they've got, and, and it is probably the standout game for this coming week, is Uddy against Fergus Lee. So if Fergus Lee mm-hmm. turn Uddy over, bring Uddy back into the pack... Mm-hmm. West of Presswick lose a game. Yep. Could be very interesting. It's so tight. It really is so tight. And I do think that it will go absolutely down to the wire. Oh. I would be surprised if there wasn't maybe two, possibly three teams that could win it in the last uh, last throw of the dice. Definitely. Don't get me on the later podcast and ask me to choose who wins those games. <laughs> the toss of a coin, I think. Angus guy, you play much cricket with Angus? I've not, actually. Um, Seen much I'm... of him? Seen a wee bit of him. Score. Some score 90 here. Yeah. On a, did, on a pudding. Yeah. And he batted well. Very good temperament. I think that's one thing that stands out for, yep. for his age. Yeah. Um, good talent. Good government. Yeah, I saw that. You know, he played here. Yeah. For did years. Did he? In years. Did he? In years. And then... He's been hard done by getting rid well, of him. Well, I don't know. I think West were on the downers. West were on right. the downers. I think his old man said, listen... And, I, and Colin Mayer tried tried hell of a hard to try and keep him mm-hmm. but uh, I guess the lure of Clydesdale was, was too was too much he stays out Helen's probably doesn't he it's a hell of a trip for him you know Commit- I guess if committed he, well I'll tell you what if he's if he's training twice a week and he's got to make that schlep in mm-hmm. um, because that's a that's a horror road I know I was actually speaking to his old maths teacher funnily enough the yeah. other day yeah right. I think he's at Lomond and uh, the teacher's now moved to Kelvin side and he was saying that he's one of these guys that's just good at everything he was Brilliant academically, brilliant in every sport, just top of the class. He's not absolutely... I spoke to a guy, because we played Lomond in the school, and uh, he's a bit of a science bod. Oh. Yeah. And he's got uh, brains as well. Yeah, brains. And uh, you know, I think he can... Not, I was going to say take or leave his cricket, but clearly he wants to try and go as far as he as he, he can. But I, I don't think it's the, the be-all and end-all for him. No, I think these days with cricket in Scotland, you've got to look about how you're going to make a career there's only how many contracts available and yeah, yeah. there's not much support 
till you get there. Yeah. So you've got to be quite But there, Listen, there are more and more kids who are making it down south. Um, mm-hmm. And ultimately, if a county comes a-calling, you know, you, you're going to take the contract. Oh, absolutely. I mean, there's no county reason. offered me a contract, I would <laughs> sign my, my life away. I think it's there's not, going not to happen. very many chances of that happening. <laughs> yes. Might get a coaching gig with the kids or something. Well, you might do. You might <laughs> but I'll do. certainly not be playing. <laughs> In my dreams. Hey, so listen, that was Fergus Lee in Clydesdale. Um, anybody else catch your eye there? Cairns, he seems to be. Yeah. I think he played in the development squad with, yeah, with you. What's he like? Yeah, he's play a bit. Yeah, he's a good, good young Osprey. He's got the longest run-up of an Osprey. Has he? Yeah. And I think really he's, he's still at school. Is that yeah, right? He, Fifth or sixth year? I'm not sure what year he's in. He played against the Kelvin side in the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, um, that's right. I think he well, actually get cleaned up, but. Nice, no, good player, good offies. I got another one that's in the Scotland 19s World Cup squad, um, and quite rightly should be. Bats as well. Bats I wonder with Clydesdale, they've got a hell of a lot of great young players there. Barrow's clearly doing a very good job with them, and I wonder maybe give them a year, maybe next, maybe not next year, but the following year, if they can keep that and they can keep Angus there, um, then they could be challenging for honours in the next year or two. Definitely. Yeah. yeah I think those two are big prospects. I think. Paddy Barber certainly seems to be looking to, to bring these guys through and give them a chance. Yep. I mean, there's also what's the left arm spinner that played in the, the T20s, puts a bit of flight on them. He was only like 16. Yeah, yeah. Helped him in the Scottish Cup, I think. Yeah, he did well. Happen, so he did well. They've got some good guys coming through. They always do, don't they? They're a strong club which have massive numbers in junior wise. Well, they can pick and choose. Mm-hmm. You know, there's not very many years don't go by that they don't win something at junior no, level. Absolutely not. I think I saw a photo, they'd already won a trophy. Are they? Junior wise, I think it was the ECB Cup or something. Right. Yeah, so good on them. Good. Good, good, good. Uh, so we're on to West. West against Pollock. I tell you what, I, I wasn't playing um, and I thought that might have been a banana skin. And and from when I looked at the Twitters, when we were struggling, I mean, it looks as if we had a, a good, for once we had a good start, 40 <laughs> odd on the board. Uh, and then we got to sort of, 120 and then we, we started having our old problems oh, maybe a wee bit over the top but I think they didn't start over the top what do you mean well, well I'll tell the story they didn't start very well with the ball and um, Arafat kind of had his hamstring he did at you um, so he came off right um, and then ball started shooting along the deck some popped and we realised this a bit of a minefield right so kind of changed the game from thinking oh 220 is a good score to actually that's a wee bit impossible mm-hmm. Um a few poor shots and then the rain came. Um, and what did you think? Did you think one four? What did we? Would you end up with one four seven or something like that? We yeah, got, one four seven. Yeah, I think. It, I mean, we had to bowl well. Pocket a good side. Craig Young, the pro. And and Youngy did well. Craig Young, Bat pretty run. well. Yeah. Bat bat, every time I play against him, he gets runs. He bats well. He's the anchor of their team. Mm. Um, how he deals with the pressure every week of having to perform, I think's very impressive. Mm. Got a good. And were they ever in it? Yeah, they were. When he was still at the crease, yep. they were absolutely in it. I think they needed five and a half and over. Okay. Um, he was knocking about and then good stumping by yours truly. And, and he was did, off. And did the, did the rain come or did it end? It was, it was reduced to 25 overs, I think. Yeah, yeah? 25 overs um, and it didn't rain for their innings right. until the last over when right. they needed too many. To, okay. Too many and we bowled them out. Oh no, we didn't bowl them out but should have in the last ball. Snip behind it wasn't given. Right. Um, which was so umpiring. What are you thinking? Umpiring? Are they? Did, did, I, I have to say, I've been pleasantly surprised. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think that the umpiring, I haven't has. I've seen too many absolute shockers. 
um, which is always good. Um, and it's been okay. But the games I've played, it's been okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to get myself a disappointment, but I think they've been good. One thing I think on Saturday, we we were off for a long time when it didn't rain, just waiting on the grass to dry. Yeah, I think they're very conservative in, in that way these days. But in terms of decisions, yeah. I think they're pretty good. Yeah, it's a difficult thing because once you start, once the umpires are in charge, the umpires are in charge, and and they, they seem, you know, almost overly protective of the players. And and listen, I've I've played thirty years, and I've played in some cups, and I've played when it's pushing down with rain and there's puddles everywhere, and I've never ever seen anybody go over on their ankle or have an injury or anything like that. And I just think that just sometimes you just think, oh, for God's sake, you know, we're not playing professional cricket. We're all sensible. We're all, you know, we've got some bit of nous that if there's puddles here, then you're not going to go in and, and no. hell for leather. You just say, well, listen, hold on here. I'm just going to cock Annie and, 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 and not go in. The other thing that I found quite funny in the weekend, so around the 30-yard circle, there was a wee bit that they were worried about. Like on the ring, think, well, who on earth has ever done an ankle on the 30 yard ring? It's not as if it's like where no. the ball runs in. No, it's just a bit odd. But there's a joke there about ring, but I, I can't quite work out what that should be. But we should maybe move on. Um, more hate mail, more, more hate, hate mail. mail. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sterling Prestwick, um, again, um, I don't think that that finished. Uh, I thought Prestwick might have been struggling for a little while there, but they posted 177 48. Um, it's down. Well, it's up there at Sterling. So yeah, I mean Sterling would have to fire with a bat, wouldn't they? Yeah, have they chased one seven seven this think, year? I don't think they've, they have been. They've been struggling. They've been struggling a bit. I have to say. In the game they played down here, they didn't look like chasing. No, no. Did they? They started all right and just collapsed. Yeah, they weren't. They weren't. Uh, they weren't great. I have to say. Um, but again, they must be looking forward to the Scottish Cup. Let's have a chat about Scottish Cup. Uh, so Sterling at Arbroath. Um, what do you think? Do you think Sterling can, can do the business there at Arbroath? I think we've got a good chance. As I say, it's the cup. You never know. Everyone's got a chance. Yep. Two teams will also not know each other. They'll go in blind. No, maybe not a few, the Burnets, but yeah. they don't play against each other no. every week. So sometimes no. that can help. You don't know, oh, this guy does that. Or uh-huh. You don't play the name, as they say. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, big crowd at Arbroath. I've only played there once. And- yeah, nice going to play. They'll, 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 runs. they'll they'll have a lot of people out there. There's no doubt about that. And it's I think a pretty decent deck. It was when I played. Yeah. yeah so and they'll need runs. Where yeah. they get them? Yeah, yeah. And then West at Harriet's. I I think of all the games, I I think uh, we'll we'll obviously come to to Aberdeen against Carlton and and Fergus Lee against Stonywood. I think that is the game that pitches. Two two form sides mm-hmm. uh, that um, are very well matched. I think so. And I and I think you know what I, I, I do. I, I think that if, if West play to their potential, um, and I think the toss is going to be important. I think if West win the toss and, and bat, then and post a score, I, I think they could be. Yeah. I think they could be hard to beat. Yeah, I think so. I think it'll be a good batting deck. They seem to be very reliant upon their pro, Van der Berg, I think he is. Um, and he got 100-odd there uh, during the week. And it seems to be that every time he scores runs, they produce uh, and they seem to bat round him. So I think he's going to be uh, a guy that uh, no doubt the, the, the West guys will want to try and, and, and focus on. I'm not too sure about the bowling, if the truth be told. Mm-hmm. No, I know, I know a couple there, but 
I don't know if they'll play in the first living, so right. again it's maybe a team that who don't know what each other's got. Don't know Mr Mr. Kleinfeld and what he brings. Oh absolutely. And we've got the bus going through. Do we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Confirmed. The, the the big boogie bus is, is coming through. So the Banky Boys oh. if you've ever played against West, you'll know about the Banky Boys. And I tell you what, when they go on tour, they're a flipping handful. Like Chris Ross, about, he'll well, be there. Well, about 20 years ago, we played in, um, it was called the, the Hague or something. I can't remember. It was, a, it was a national competition. And if you won the Scottish, you then went down south. Oh. And we played a team in Annick in Carlisle. And we, we ended up going down there and the Banky boys. By the time we got to um, the, the, the first line of services, before we even got over <laughs> oh the no. boundary, they were just absolutely stocious. You must have a sound effect for that. <laughs> they were just in a horrible state. And I remember there was gardens all around this ground. And, of course, the boys couldn't find the lose. <laughs> oh, no. And so they ended up having a pish in these people's gardens and just... They, they can barely talk English anyway, so when you <laughs> add when you add on fifteen beers, then they're just dribbling wrecks. And I think, needless to say, we weren't asked back. No, poor Mrs. Smith Julep's so <laughs> got a <laughs> hammering, absolutely hammering. That was terrible, terrible. Oh. Um, so yeah, I I think uh, looking forward to that. Uh, always good uh, to go through in the, on the bus. Yeah, another um, ground I've I've never played at. I've watched games there, but looking right. forward to play there. Yeah, lovely looking ground. It is, it is, and I think uh, they'll certainly have a good a good deck. There's no yeah, doubt about that. So. And then we've got Fergus Lee uh, taking the trip up to Stonywood Dice. They're, they've got a bus all organised. I saw on the, the Twitters that, oh, did. that they're all sorting that out. Um, you've got a fancy Fergus Lee. Yeah, they're also another club that bring some travellers. Yeah. I think it was it last year they played a both the year before and they had hundreds of people go. Right. Yeah, so um, I think also Fergus are a very good team and on their day could probably beat anyone. Yeah. You played, you gone far in the Scottish? Have I? Yeah. <laughs> no. No? <laughs> not playing at Aaron Presswick, we didn't get No, not back in the day. We all struggled to get a strong side out on a Sunday. All right. Yeah. I think a few years we played Carrollton away in the first round. Right. Watched them score about 400. Um, we got involved for 17. Never really went It far. just seemed to, when I, back in the day, it was always a round robin competition. Oh, right. Yeah, so it wasn't as straight. You know, shit or bus cricket that they're playing now. Mm-hmm. Um, it was all round robin, which I thought was a bit unfair because it meant that you could probably lose one game and still, and still qualify. Um, and it was always, I think, a little bit unfair for the, the the weaker sides because they ended up. You know, there was no way the weaker sides were going to end up. They might pull. You know, a, a game out the hat against one of the big boys, but there was no way they were going to do that two or three times um, no. in in the round robin. But I think it, it's, and some people are saying that it should be redrawn every every round. Every yeah. round. Um, I think it would just bring a wee bit more of a spectacle to it. Yeah, get more attraction in, get uh-huh. people involved, uh-huh. see who's playing who. That'd be good, rather yeah. than just. You look it up and you go, oh, great, we play away every game. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Carlton must be favourites. I think they're going up to Aberdeen. Aberdeen really seem to be struggling this year. Um, I think Aberdeen are having to come down to Carlton. No, so I, I think you've really got to fancy Carlton. Yeah, they're a good side, aren't they? Solid. They're also a team that have won things, haven't they? They know how to win. Yeah. They've won Scottish Cups. They've won the leagues. Yeah, yeah. Also very good at home with a big, big slope on one side. What do you think about that? Have you played there before? I hate that. One game only. Oh, yeah. I was up in the hill chasing weather. It's a bizarre day. place to field. It's weird to try and yeah. the ball goes up in the air. You go and try and catch it. Uh huh. And you're running down the uh-huh. hill. You just fall over. Oh, it's hell of a difficult. Catch it. No, it's 
Tough. You must have played there, playing at Grange, a few derbies. Hey, did we play there? No, they ended up coming over. No, well, when I played at Grange, it was the precursor to the Scottish League. Oh. So I never played in the in the East League stuff. So they went in our, our league. I've probably played there. Played a couple of Scottish Cup games there. Um, they were poor though. Carl right. back in the day were poor, pretty soft, and you always used to go over there fancying your chances. They had a, a guy called McLeod, Ack McLeod. I think he's still playing. I think he might be older than me. He's gone down south, and uh, um, Ack McLeod, geez, he was thin. I tell you, he, he, his hands were just, or he, his wrists yep. were just, but oh, did he used to get uh-huh. a heart. Some tweakers, as you say. Yeah, he had a silly looking action. I can't remember what his nickname was, though. McLeod. Make sure it's appropriate for all the answer. Family show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's us. Is that, we've done the Scottish Cup. Um, 30 years since we've won it. What's it? 30 years, 1989. Uh, I think, listen, I think that if we beat Harriet's, then I think the whole thing opens up. Yeah. Whole things open up because we then have a, a home semi. Um, I think Fergus Lee will do the business. Then they've got they've got to go away to Carlton. So I think that's a toughie. Could be a West v West final. Down at Fergus Lee because that's a equal uh, yeah. yeah. So I tell you what, if if, um, if Fergus Lee get through, they'll be fancying the chances in that Scottish end. I think so. Yeah. I, think, I think they also have that mentality that they're going to beat anybody. Yeah. I think that's a very good mentality to have as well. I think Riyad also well, leads we, his troops well. Yeah, we, we spoke to Riyad about that and and he was very much saying that it was had started a couple of years before. I mean, that there always been a tough nut to crack, yeah. Fergus Lee. Um, and once they've got over that hurdle of knowing how to win championships and cups, then once you've done that as a team, it's very, very hard to forget that because yeah. you go into situations and you think well, I'm going to win that's just the default you know how to win yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. And, I, and I think that's something that that you know the teams who are and that's what I think what's going to make it really interesting in, in the union is that Prestick have won a lot for a long time oh they won the league two years ago didn't they two years ago did oh, they yeah oh, well that's blown that theory out of the room yeah they won it out of nowhere <laughs> actually the you know the first season after I left. Oh, did they? They went and won the league and then they won the East v West playoff. I got a few oh. phone calls that night, let me tell you. Jeez, oh. yeah. So that was, so, so Prestwick, but Addy haven't. No, they Addy haven't done anything. Um, so Prestwick, West haven't won anything for, for many years. So it could come down just to a mental thing it more could. than anything. Uh, I think, I think you're right there. So were you playing at Prestwick then when, when, when they won? No, I, I left. I went to did you? and then they, they won the league and won the... And did he get phone calls? Who was the first to phone? Oh, all the field numbers. Did they give you an absolute roasting? No, I didn't answer the call. Why not? I answered the first one and then I just what heard them say? singing down the phone. I thought, I'll just leave that one. Oh, they were singing down the phone, oh, were they? Stick it up, you? Yeah, well, quite rightly so. They enjoyed the night. If we um, win the league, might return <laughs> a few phone calls. <laughs> you might be on the blower. Oh... <laughs> No, I wouldn't do Oi, that. Oi, Fleety, stick it up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mitchell. Oh. Hey, right, listen, preview. Let's have a go at the preview. Quick fire questions, let's go. Clydesdale, Sterling. Clydesdale. At, at Clydesdale. Comfortable one. You think? Yeah. Sterling not pitching up for that one? No. Nah. I think it'll be a one-sided affair. Okay. Hey, let's go. Greenock, Drumpeller. Huge. At Greenock. 
Fortress Greenock. Yeah. Fortress Glen Park. I'm going to go Greenock. 50 pointer. Huge. I tell you what, if Greenock do the business there, then that makes the whole thing. Throws it open, doesn't it? Doesn't it just? Uh, then we've got West against uh, East Kilbride. At West. Going to back West. Yeah, I Hopefully think. we'll get some runs. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And then Presswick, Pollock, the two P's. I think, again, it could be a potential banana skin for Presswick. Yeah. Um, Pollock are there or thereabouts. They've always got that possibility that something might happen with them. They're quite an exciting team to watch, I think. Yeah, I think it's going to be a case of who bats first to win that game. Okay. But I would probably back Presswick. Could be a high scorer down at Presswick. Could Good be. weather down there. Could be. Yeah. Good week of weather. Good tees down at Presswick. Yeah. Fiona Hago and I can't remember her name. It's Graham Hayes, mum. They Is do it? a great job down there. Oh. A lot better than the chicken shack that it used to be deep fried pizzas and kebabs. When did they do that? Eh, must have been four years. They were the, the club sponsor. So. Oh, right. It wasn't the healthiest, healthiest of options, shall we say. Oh. Uh, so then we've got Uddy Fergus Lee. Now that, for me, uh, that is the, the, the tie of the round. Oh. Current form, who do you go? I'm going to back Fergus Lee to win that, because an upset. But is that an upset? You know, is that I think they would back themselves at home. Yeah. Probably isn't an upset, though. But I think Fergus Lee to do the business. They've got some great batters at the moment, Uddy. You know, their top two have, have fired 100 each um, and, and a great bowling attack. What's happened to Gavin Main? I don't, Is he injured? I don't know. He might be down south. They said that he was going back to Durham. Is he back in the, the sort of Durham setup? Is that is, is he there or thereabouts? I don't know. Uh, he might be. He's certainly probably good enough, isn't he? He was there for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I hope for his own sake that he is and for the, the good of Scottish cricket we've got another guy down south yeah would be good Clarkie scoring some runs yeah has he? <laughs> well 11 I think <laughs> he's doing okay, doing okay. Um, I wonder how long he'll go on for how long do you think you'll play for? me? yeah oh, I've, done, I've not even thought of that until the body kicks in yeah so yeah I'm going to say I'll play for a long time good hopefully play as long as you Johnny anything else to add? What about walking? Let's talk about walking. Do you walk? Yes. Do you? No. <laughs> you either walk or you don't walk. I don't walk. No. I tell people I walk so that everyone thinks Why it. do you do that? Because you never know. You might get given not out because you've not walked. Tell everyone you're a walker and then just not walk. You're either one or the other. Nah, I don't walk. Umpires have to do the job. Let them do the job. So what happens if you're playing a game and your, your teammates are on the other they're umpiring, no umpires. Oh, if it's player-led umpires, I would go off. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Um, but if it was an actual umpire, I'd let them make the, deci- the decision. And what should tell us your worst story when you've nicked one and you've just stood there waiting waiting for the, the bollocking that you're going to get? We played a Sunday game. I was playing at Presswick uh, up at St Michael's. Right. And I came in and it was in the last over of the game. Right. We were on about 300. Right. I'd smoked them everywhere. And I've snicked off to first slip. First slip? First <laughs> slip. <laughs> Jesus. It's been given now and I've Wait not... a second, you, he's caught it at first slip. He's caught it at first slip, straight in the bed basket. Some old boy. That's <laughs> a disgrace. They've all got up. Like, I've just stood there, marked my wee line as I do. And, uh, but what do you feel though? Do you just feel that's imba- You must be embarrassed by that. I thought, it, I thought those... at first it was quite funny. And then I realised there's like, three balls to go. This did they the most... give you a serve? Oh, they gave me a serve. I got abused all through the tees. Did you? Oh, it was terrible. I was only a kid. 
thought it was quite funny at the time. Wish I hadn't done it. I think there's always that element that you you wish you hadn't done it. But at the same time, I mean, everyone gets a stink every was, now and again. Uh, well, it balances it. Well, that's it. It's the only way that you can get your own way back. I was talking to Rennie Keith, and he, and he was a, a big man for not walking. And he said, well, why the hell? That's the bloody umpire's job. And I have to say, I, I take that view. Um, and then what happens if you're a bowler, right? And you get you get you shout for the LBW, and you know the guy has nicked it onto his pad, and you still go up. I suppose it also goes into like other ways of life. And you know what? Do you let this someone is very else... philosophical? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Call me Mourinho. I'll write a book. <laughs> um, but you don't let other people do your job for you, do you? No, I certainly don't. So let them do their own job. They're there for it. Otherwise, what's the point in having them? We could all save some some cash. You just wouldn't get an LVW and no one would ever walk off. Uh-huh. It would be consistent. And what happens when you are in the fielding side and somebody nicks one and doesn't and doesn't walk? Do you give them a bit of, of, of medicine? Absolutely. Do you? <laughs> yes. Is that not double standards? Absolutely, but that's all part of playing cricket. If you, if you hit one and you don't walk off, you expect to have a bit, don't you? You've said yourself you're not a walker. Uh-huh. And would you spray someone for not walking? I've heard you do it, so I know you would. I don't. I'm not too sure whether or not I would give them a spray. I would just say, well, listen. I don't think. No, I don't. I'd have to have a think about that as to whether or not I've given somebody a spray. Mm. Um, I certainly don't walk. Um, I had one incident we played against Grange, and it was a, an It was a Scottish League game, and they had Damien Wright. Oh. The guy from Tasmania yeah, played test cricket. No, uh-huh. he was just a bit sharp, okay. But he wasn't very sharp until I nicked it behind, <laughs> and then he was very, very, very quick. So sweet tune music. Um, and it was the guy. Oh, I don't know what his name was. He wears a Panama hat. Panama. Oh, Panama a, a hat. Yeah, big Panama hat. Um, and so he's bowled me this short thing, and I've got to. <laughs> I've got to about here, right? <laughs> and I've, I've just, you know. So many times when you nick it, you you know you've nicked it, right? And I think Roddy Smith was uh, was keeping him, or it was maybe um, uh, Smudger, uh, um, the, the other fella Smith. He caught it, and and he just passed it the first slip, and thinking, you know, that's it out, and everybody's one of those ones where you just think, he's going to walk off, and I didn't walk off, um, and of course they've given me an absolute volley. Um, and Damien Wright's got into the grill <laughs> and he's just effing and blinding and, blah, blah, and I'm thinking well it's coming it's coming <laughs> I'm going to get and it and I tell you what there wasn't another ball I think that was about the first or second ball of the over I tell you what there wasn't much in my half <laughs> Mu- no no um, yeah and then I and then I ended up smoking 50 and walked off and won the game I think it's it up yeah <laughs> <laughs> we, did, we didn't uh, we didn't stay at Grange for, for long, long after that. that. But yeah. I just you're either a walker or you're not, okay? Um and you know, fair enough if you want to nick off and, 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 and walk off, I've got you know, that's that's fine. We had that strange situation on last Saturday yeah. where the guy nicked off, thought he'd nicked off. Rory said, no, 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 it was a bump ball. Ian uh, Youngie said, no, 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 you can't walk off. You'll withdraw the appeal. The umpire didn't know what the hell was going on. Um, and, and he shot off. I don't It was very strange. Clearly fancied his paint when he got up the road. I don't know what he was fancying, but he was, certainly wasn't fancying batting for much longer, that's for sure. No. Didn't fancy another Gav Smith, five and five? No, well, that, that could have been the case. Could have been the case. So there we go, that's walking. Anything else that you, that's, uh, you want to chat about? 
now that you've got your chance, this might be just your Kieran chance, your one chance. My one chance. Eh, what are we, 40 minutes in? I don't know if I want to bore... 37 minutes in. I don't know if we'll still have anybody at this point in the podcast. Might have scared them all off. Um, <laughs> anything to talk about, what could, we, what could we think? Junior cricket, we could talk about that. I'm heavily involved in junior cricket in the Okay, West. let's have a talk about that. that. Uh, West of Scotland... Um, We've struggled, I think, with, with junior cricket. I think, generally speaking, a lot of clubs have strug- struggled junior cricket-wise. Um, you do a lot more coaching side of things. Are you seeing that there's been a, a sort of wane in interest as far as <laughs> yeah. y- your kids' cricket is concerned? Definitely. I know we've certainly had massive numbers and growth at West this year. Yeah, um, it's not always a, been that way, though. Not always, from what I've heard, but we've got strong links in the local schools. We're now in Kelvin side, and mm-hmm. we're both there, and we do a lot of that, and we build numbers. But I think it's also having a structure when kids do come down. Yeah. Rather than it just like being a bit of a shambles when you come down here. Certain coaches teach age groups, you'll split off in parts of the ground. It's well organised. Mike Ashworth does a great job um, mm-hmm. behind that. So mm-hmm. it just feels a bit more professional when kids turn up, especially yeah. for parents. It's not a shambles and you go, well, I'm wasting my time. Well, I remember when I did it back in the day, sometimes you used to think that the, the parents were coming down and you were just a babysitter for yeah. two hours and the kids just weren't interested. But then I suppose that's, the, that's part of the coach's job is to try and get the kids enthused and, and wanting to play this glorious game we play. Yeah, I think the one difference when I think back to when I was a kid and now is that my dad and a lot of other people's dads wanted to get involved and wanted to stay and watch the, the children yeah. play yeah. and help out in any way they can, yeah. whereas now it's not like that. Parents just drop off their kids. They don't stay out for a drink. No. They'll just come back at eight or half eight or whenever. Yeah, yeah. So it's more of a babysitting service. So if yeah. you provide provide a better one than someone else, they'll keep coming. Well, that's true. That's true. All right. Listen. Let's knock it on the head. Have you enjoyed this? I have. Have you? I have. I hope I've not done too badly. <laughs> okay. Stuttered my way through. Okay. okay. I've we'll not get, offended anyone. We'll get Chris Ross back. I don't know what we'll do. I think we might have three of us. What about three, three of us? That would be... I'd be keen. Yeah. I'll have to tell the, my girlfriend to hold my dinner every every <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> Listen, we're going to sign off. And uh, as usual, uh, join us on the Twitters. Um, we've got about 137 now joining us on the Out the oh. Shoe Twitter. So, um, yeah, we, we do a fair amount of posting there. Facebook, we'll put this on the Facebook. Um, we'll try again Facebook Live, but I think this might be just the way to go with the outside broadcast. Um, we'll probably get Chris back next week Facebook we're on 68 and it's great Facebook's super because what happens with Facebook is at the end of each week it tells you who's joined oh so I've what seen, I, I've seen yeah, so what I do is some... I mean there's some people I haven't got a bloody clue who they are <laughs> and I've had to honestly I've had to make it up and I've already made a couple of cock-ups I, there was one guy I thought was a Kelburn a Kelburn <laughs> member he was a and he was Fergus <laughs> Lee <laughs> no no he was he was Greenock I said that he was Fergus Lee and then um, who was it um he, what's he, Kenny Godsman says I think you'll find that he's been a regular at Greenock for all these days a lot dull you'll be yeah. more liked there now yeah, than ever yeah, yeah so we've got 68 following us there um, and that will no doubt grow as we continue to, to pump these these shows out so I'm going to do um, a show about Scottish cricket uh, the Scottish Cup actually um, and that'll be coming out I'm going to talk to Youngie I'm going to talk to Tweeds and also I'll talk to uh, Riyadh, Riyadh. Uh, and just see what the inside track is. Have they got any thoughts as to how they're going to get on? Have they got any plans in place to uh, to take on the might of the East? And let's hope by next week 
we've got two semi-finalists from the West. Absolutely. Um, we should, I think, have two, possibly three. I really am confident that Hopefully. Fergus Lee West and Sterling can do the business. Um, and wouldn't that be a good thing? Be great eh? for West Cricket, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, fantastic. Is there that gap, or isn't there? We shall see. We shall see on Sunday. So listen, thanks for uh, dropping by and uh, we'll catch you on the other side. Okay, so there we go. I don't know if you looked at the Facebook the, the Facebook that we did and you can see the pair of us were chittering away by the end of it. It actually got quite cold at West on Tuesday uh, despite the fact that there wasn't a cloud in the sky. It was good fun doing it with with Mikey and I'm sure we'll have him on again when Chris can't make it on. So we're moving now into round 11 of the championship. It's a big, big week of weekend of Scottish Cup fixtures and I'm going to get Riyad on Youngy and Tweeds and we're going to do a, a Scottish Cup preview show and we'll try and get that on obviously before they start on the Sunday but as I say, this is going to be week 11 of the Union. Clydesdale at Stirling, you've got a fancy Clydesdale there. Beryl back, Angus Guy back. Um, Stirling really haven't done anything. They've got to be wary of the bottom three. The trap door is there and I think they're going to have to start thinking about trying to win a couple of games so that they don't have a worrying some time over the last four or five games of the season. Greenock at Drumpy's big, big game. That is a game in which both sides have to win. Greenock probably more than Drumpelier, but if Drumpelier don't take anything from that, then you're looking at Greenock potentially swallowing them up. West are at home to East Kilbride. Again, East Kilbride, Mikey Miller mentioned there on the chat that we had with them that they'd only picked up five or six points and really they're going to have to start looking at doing something. Can't really see anything happening for them at West, but you just never know West batting again, continuing to show frailties in the middle order at Pollock last week. So again, you can't really see past West on that one. Prestwick, Pollock, the two Ps. Pollock going to go down to Prestwick. That could be a run fest. Again, I'm thinking Prestwick probably too strong on paper. But again, Pollock, I'm absolutely convinced, will pull a couple of results out against the teams ahead of them in the league and they could be a team that nobody really wants to face. Maybe not so if you're playing them uh, at your home ground, but certainly if you've got to go to Shaw home, very tricky place to get 25 points there. But I'm backing Prestwick on that one. And then Uddy against Fergus Lee, that's the... That's probably the tie, the game of the weekend, isn't it? Fergus Lee really have to try and get 25 points there. It'll be a good batting track at Runningston. Not much rain about this week. It's looking fair as far as the weather is concerned for Saturday. So I think most of the eyes on the Twitters will be looking towards Uddingston and Fergus Lee to see how they can get on. It really is a very tricky one to call. And I'm thinking Fergus Lee might show their mettle there and leave Uddy with a bloody nose. But you could easily, just as easily, make a case out for, for Uddy there. So it's going to be a really tricky one, but... Great game and looking forward to seeing how both teams go there. So we're going to 
Just sign off here. Big weekend for the West clubs. We've got West are up against Heriots. They've got to go through to Golden Acre to play Heriots. We've got Fergus Lee travelling up north to Stonywood Dice and the final quarterfinal is Stirling. I've got to travel up to Arbroath. Wouldn't it be great if I was talking to you next week and we had three teams, three West teams in the Scottish Cup semi-finals? I'm certainly hoping that we'll be at least two, if not three. And let's just uh, wish everybody luck who's playing in those Scottish Cup games on Sunday. I'm going to fire out of here. Again, we are out the shoe. We're sometimes right. We're sometimes wrong. But we're always certain.